One of the earliest Christian writings we have after the New Testament itself is attributed to the Apostle Barnabas, and it has this mysterious line, Mankind is earth that suffers, for Adam was formed from the face of the earth. This is a remarkable definition of what it means to be human. Mankind is earth that suffers, for Adam was formed from the face of the earth. My grandfather, Norbert David Anderson, knew all about the earth, and he was no stranger to suffering, to struggle, and to loss. He knew about the earth because he was a farmer all his life. He knew about suffering because he was a father and loved his family and laid down his life for them daily from beginning to end. His own father, an immigrant from Denmark, Valdemar or Walter, was a farmer. And he was no stranger to suffering. And he laid down his life for his family. His wife Annie from Ireland would have grown up on a farm only a few hours from here in County Mayo. Simply to have been Irish at this time would have been to know immense suffering. Many of Norbert's family today, sons, daughters, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, are still involved in some way or another with farming and agriculture, and all have in various ways been visited by suffering. Most human beings throughout history have been farmers, and this is from the earliest days of our race. As far back as one can go in terms of history or anthropology, man is a farmer and man suffers. This is the human story. Mankind is earth that suffers. The earth is so linked to humanity that our English word human, from the Latin humanus, humanitas, comes from humus. Latin for earth, the ground. Man comes from the earth, he returns to the earth, and in the time in between, he tills the earth. But that is not all. Amidst the toil and the suffering, he is also the one who adores, the one who worships God. Our faith tells us that the very first man, fashioned from the dust of the earth, was a farmer, and that he lived with his wife in a paradise of delights. Adam, the Adam, a Hebrew word which means simply human being, was placed over this paradise to be its king, but more importantly, to be its priest. If you can indulge me for a moment in more wordplay, in Latin, the word cultor has two meanings. The one who tills, cultivates the earth, and the one who worships. Cultor comes from cultus, worship. The Latin word agricola, farmer, from which we get agriculture, 
likewise has as its root word kultus, worship. Adam was both the original farmer and the original priest, agricola et cultor. He was given this vocation by his creator, whom Chesterton called rightly the god of earth and altar. It is only in this sense that we can understand the Eucharist, Holy Mass, the most sacred rite of our faith. Wheat is grown, ground down, and baked into bread. Grapes are cultivated, crushed, fermented into wine. Only then can they become sacrifice and sacrament. Farmer and priest are ultimately one. Through the mass, earth becomes heaven, man becomes priest, the human fashioned from dirt becomes divine. The gifts are offered on behalf of all and for all, and they return to us as the body and blood of God made man, that is, the God who became earth that suffers. You are what you eat. You eat what you are. You eat here from this altar what you will become. Creation is received, cultivated, and made into cultus, the sacrifice of the Eucharist, a Eucharistia, that is, thanksgiving. Thanksgiving for our creation, for our sustenance, for the gift of grace, and a pledge of future glory, that very glory for which Norbert and each one of us were created. And that is why we are gathered around this altar with bread and wine on behalf of Norbert. This is the primeval sacrifice of mankind, transformed by the cross of Christ. God did not will death. Death came into the world through the envy of the devil. But God, in his inscrutable wisdom, allowed death to reign over us and over all of creation. Why? Because God knew that he could do something even more stupendous, more wondrous, for his image and his likeness. As the priest says at the time of the offertory, our creator outdoes even himself when he becomes the redeemer. In a way that we can never fathom, according to the mystery hidden from the foundation of the world, the deadly poison we drank became our cure. The mortal wound became our healing. The curse became the blessing. The sentence of our death became our acquittal. The trick is this. We have to go through death. We have to go through what was the curse to get to the blessing. Death is the condition of new life. Norbert the farmer knew this. Norbert, the one who adored, and adores even now, his maker and redeemer. Unless a grain of wheat, says the Lord, falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it brings forth an abundant harvest. Norbert the farmer would have known this. Norbert the worshiper would have known this.
This is why funerals, until recently and even now, are celebrated in black vestments. The black is not a commentary on the state of the soul of the departed, as is sometimes believed. No. The black is a statement of hope, a pledge of resurrection. Black is the color of the fertile earth, the dark fertile earth, rendered fruitful by dead organic matter, into which the seed of life must fall if it is to bring forth new life, and that abundantly. Death is the condition of life, not merely at the end of natural physical life, Death to oneself daily and living for others daily is the condition of life, of new life. Norbert, I believe, died every day to himself to live for his family. Every day for him was dress rehearsal for death. How many times did, in his life did Norbert commend himself to Mary, his life, his sweetness, and his hope? Speaking to her of what? The hour of his death. I do not believe that my grandfather was afraid of death. He was not enslaved to the fear of death because he died already in baptism and was hid with Christ in God. He died to himself daily. He lost his life daily. And now he looks forward to a life that cannot be lost, a life that cannot decay, a life that can never be destroyed. Death is that narrow, dark, uncomfortable way that leads to life. But only if in life we have died to ourselves in union with the crucified one, the Lord of glory. Norbert did not fear death because one who was both God and his brother in a common humanity, passed through that dark, narrow way before him. He went through death, through the cross, through the tomb, to become the firstborn of the dead. Christ not only trod the dark, narrow way, he trampled it. He made sport of it. He conquered it and subdued it. He made it his own precisely as our brother, as a human being, as earth that suffers. And so death is now subject to us. It belongs to us as our path to life. It belongs today especially, in a special way, to Norbert David Anderson, Agricola et Cultor, the farmer, and the one who loved, served, and adored God, his creator, and his redeemer. <laughs>